Welcome to the Weekend Sports Buzz live here on 96.1 FM and 1450 AM. Actually, this morning, I don't think we are. Brandon, is that accurate? Yeah, we're not We're not streaming on 1450 this morning, just okay. 96.1 FM. 96.1 FM, uh, Big X Sports Radio. We want to give a shout out to the people who are responsible for us being on the air. That would be Douglas Wolverton, Dugan Ryan, Trevor Kelsey. As always, my man, Matt McCarthy. We want to thank him. I'm joined in studio this morning by Chris Embry. Chris, how are you, sir? Doing pretty good. Great. Also behind the glass, we have our man Brandon Bishop. Good morning. Good morning to you. We want to give a shout out to the sponsor of the Kelly Patrick Show. I'm sorry, of the Weekend Sports Buzz, Brandon. Not the Kelly Patrick Show. Wrong plug. Wrong plug. <laughs> we want to give a shout out to the same sponsor. That's Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. We appreciate their support. Louisville Combat Academy, despite all this madness, Louisville Combat Academy has the most active MMA fighters out of any gym in the state of Kentucky. And I would say. The, should I say acquisition, official acquisition of one Lance Lawrence? Yeah, so got some good experience and big names in there. Certainly makes the Louisville Combat Academy roster, especially for 155, 145, 135, and I guess with Josh even 125, 155 pound weight class in down. I mean, they are just absolutely stacked. Savages. Talk about being a 145-pound fighter and the different looks you get in there now. Yeah. I mean, for Lance, too, it's not just great for Louisville Combat Academy. Right. But, I mean, what great training partners for Lance Lawrence. He has Jacob Pierce, of course, all three Fergusons. He's got Brandon Bishop at 155. Uh, Josh is down at 135 or 125. I mean, the the place is absolutely stacked. We want to thank Louisville Combat Academy for their support. Also, my health insurance practice. If you want to support the Weekend Sports Buzz, please give me a health insurance referral. You can contact me at 502-386-0978. Despite the madness, I can help you over the phone. If you are under the age of 65, you need health insurance. Say you're on an Affordable Care Act plan. You feel like you're paying too much. You want to shop to see if anything else is out there. Or if you don't have health insurance at all, that would be a great referral for me. Or if you or your loved one, say your grandparent or your parent, is on Medicare or is soon going on to Medicare, if they are not already working with an independent broker, they're doing themselves a huge disservice. So whether it be myself or another independent broker, that is 100% the direction they need to go. And that would be a great way to support the weekend sports buzz. So I appreciate the support of everyone. I've actually gotten quite a few referrals through the Kelly Patrick Show podcast and also the weekend sports buzz. So I want to thank everyone who has given me business. Uh, I'll do my best to take the best care of them that I can. 
But I appreciate everyone tuning in this morning. Guys, we're in the, the, the middle. Should we say the middle of the coronavirus scare? I don't know. No, this is in the middle. When's the middle? How do you how do you schedule a uh, pandemic? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think it's around election year. Okay, is that right? Yeah, I think so. That's what that's the way it's been panning out the past few. I don't know. Did you say purge election year? Per, well, oh, never mind. I thought you said <laughs> we are in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. It's madness. Everyone is doing social distancing. There's only three of us here this morning. I'm, I'm six safe. feet away from you guys. Yes. We, are, we are six feet away from safe each other. Safe behind the glass so, back here. So we are complying with the social distancing uh, requirements. So we're not, you know, pissing anybody off out there. We appreciate everyone tuning in. If you want to get involved in the action this morning, give us a call on the Louisville Combat Academy buzz line, which is 502 502- 384-1450. We would love to hear from you. Pretty much all sports have been canceled. Uh, they're still running some horse horse races with no fans at the tracks. Do you guys know that? Ke- I think Keeneland's running some races uh, all across the world. Horse racing still is in existence. So if you're really wanting to get your fix for sports, in, in particular sports gambling, you can do so right now. Uh, through you know TVG or, or whatever uh, uh, app or, or outlet you like to use for the sake of, of betting on horse races. So that exists. NFL free agency and trades have been pretty active right now. Most notably... Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yep. Left the, left the Patriots and he's now with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, there was talk about him taking a few teammates with him too. Oh my goodness! I when that happens, especially in today's day and age of free agency, someone of that magnitude goes to a new team. Yeah, you have a lot of people who were on the verge of maybe retiring and say, "Oh, I'll take the veteran minimum. You don't need really even need to pay me much. I want to be a teammate of Tom Brady's." We've seen it happen with LeBron James uh, when you know guys like Rajon Rondo pop up out of nowhere and want to play on the team, and you know. Yeah, that's just how it works. You think the, the Bucks have a chance at winning the Super Bowl this year? Everybody wants to get in on that. So quite the shift in the NFL with Tom Brady going to the Bucks. Now, is he going to win a Super Bowl realistically? I don't know. I don't think so. But it'll certainly be exciting. Other news, uh, what is it? Todd Gurley was cut by the Rams. Uh, picked up by the uh, Atlanta Falcons. I'd say that's a big one. Yep. Um, a big blockbuster trade. My man Mo from Colorado texted me this morning. And he said he's pissed all week. Said he wants to talk about how stupid. And he's using the terrible, the Charles Barkley voice. <laughs> terrible. That's just terrible. For Houston to trade away DeAndre Hopkins, the wide receiver, for what he describes as a bag of chips and a ginger ale. <laughs> he said, you have to at least get a first-round pick if the other receivers most recently had went for a first. He said, coaches, GMs, etc. need to stick to one job. They get all butthurt and make emotional decisions. And that is messing up the team. So Houston making big 
mistakes here. What about Deshaun, Deshaun Watson? He doesn't have a number one receiver to go to. So my man Mo, we appreciate you texting in. Mo is not happy today. Looking across the, is there anything else in the world of sports that, I mean, I think uh, they're saying Khabib and, and Connor are still going to happen. I'm sorry, not Connor. Ferguson. Ferguson is still going to happen. Fingers crossed. I mean, this would be the fifth cancellation if it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would just mean that it's destined to not happen. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that one's everybody's been looking forward to for years. I mean, and it's been canceled for one reason or another every time. And uh, who saw this one coming? Certainly not me. Um, I don't know. I, I guess that's the big story. They they, they replayed the, the 1992 Duke and Kentucky game. Did you see that, Chris? I didn't see it, but I heard they were playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, we I, get all nostalgic because that's yeah. kind of what we're forced to do. I watched Kingpin. Oh, I watched Kingpin last night. It's a good bowling movie, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It has Woody Harrelson and, and Bill Murray, right? It's a good one. Bill Murray's son, an assistant coach for the University of Louisville, yeah. was offered a job at, I think it's the University of Illinois, Chicago. I don't think he's going to accept it, but Luke Murray officially was offered a head coaching gig. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Have you guys watched Kingpin recently? Not, Not recently. Re- oh, my God. Do you remember it very clearly? Yeah, pretty good, yeah. It is the funniest movie in the world. So crude, <laughs> so vulgar. And Bill Murray's character and Woody Harrelson, they just make them look like slobs. Oh, yeah. Absolute slobs. Just bellies, uh, bad hair, but they're both like superstar bowlers. Doesn't and somebody it, have a hook for a hand? Yeah, Woody Harrelson <laughs> has a hook for a hand. <laughs> But they they both are making like humping motions a lot in their you know when you bowl and you and you get a strike you have a moment to celebrate look back and kind of pump your fist or something but both Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray's characters were very sexual despite being very unattractive <laughs> the more unattractive the better for like, females don't get away with that right uh, I don't know he did pay his rent oh yeah but that true. <laughs> <laughs> But but Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray, the way they get away with just looking like absolute slobs, and everybody's like, yay, we love this. They look like horrible, and they're doing all these weird sexual <laughs> celebrations. It's just so great. It's the I swear, I rewatched the entire thing yesterday, and one of the best movies ever in my book, Kingpin, 96. It kind of mimics real bowlers, though, right? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> no, I should, not all bowlers. You know, but... It, it, you could tell they're definitely making fun of the, the sport, obviously. But 100%. you also have got uh, Rick Pitino. I think we talked a little bit last time. Correct. Um, Iona. Yep, and he's saying that he wants to play Kentucky, but he does not want to play Louisville. I wonder why. I don't know why. <laughs> the 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 hatred is a little a little a little heavy right now between the the Louisville faithful and and Rick Pitino. Yeah. Um, Oh, he had he finally admitted that he deserved to be fired. Did okay. you see that? I did not. Did he did he admit he deserved to be fired? Yep. Okay. He, he was interviewed and said that uh you know, obviously it's safe to say that after you lose your lawsuit against Louisville for being mm-hmm. fired, right? Um but yeah, I thought that was pretty uh pretty good of him actually to admit that. Um uh, maybe that was a part of him getting hired. Hey, I deserve to be fired, so So you agree with that then? Uh, yeah, I mean, he definitely deserved to be fired. I mean, 
you're whenever you're the um you're the guy that runs the program and that happens that's you know you gotta fire the main guy right or at least that's what happened in louisville's case these other universities uh the head coaches are still around like nothing happened right Mm -hmm. yeah if you're in charge of the basketball program which is what the head coach is and they get in a bunch of trouble and you get fired you can't be like what I didn't know that wasn't go- was going on. Okay, maybe you didn't know, but that's negligence. So yeah, I I cannot disagree. I'm a. I think I'll go to the grave, being a Rick Pitino defender, but I can't argue with him being fired. Right. I mean, if, now, now now can I argue with the selective NCAA uh, uh, punitive action? Sure. There is a uh, special that's coming out, I believe, on HBO. Um, the one guy that Louisville hired who was actually caught on wiretaps. I uh, can't remember the guy's name. He he had just been hired by Louisville. Kenny Johnson? No, he was a recruiting guy, white guy. Okay, Jordan. Um, y- yeah. I'll bring it Fair? Up. Jordan, Jordan Fair. Jordan Fair, yep. Uh, it supposedly is going to show these wiretaps and hidden camera uh, footage from this sting operation from the FBI. And apparently uh, they're saying that in this, uh, one of their main objectives was to get Rick Pitino for some reason. Now that's what, that's what they're pinning this documentary. They're, they're spinning it to make it look that way. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. uh, it's supposed to be coming out in the next couple months and maybe we'll get a, a good inside view of, what happened do you guys have favorites because uh, a show like this we have nfl free agency to talk about a lot of stuff okay i haven't been able to train jujitsu like i normally do we have a lot of stuff a lot of sports to talk about right now yeah what i'm saying is (laughs) this is a different type of show so do i'll ask you guys let's open it up even if it's martial arts chris what do you mean even if even if because that's not traditional sports like a half sport it's not a traditional (laughs) Uh, sports radio sport. Do you guys have a favorite documentary or sports movie? Uh, I like the 30 for 30s. Okay. Those are pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Of, uh, Karate Kid, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, let's see. Sports-related documentaries. Well, I mean, I have to go with one of the most recent ones that I've seen. Uh, I don't know if it was my favorite, but, you know, the Aaron Hernandez documentary. That was insane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you watch that, Brandon? No, not yet. I'm getting oh, ready to, Oh, my though. goodness. You're missing out. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch it now. That was insane. Yeah. Um, there's there's a bunch. I mean, it depends on what you're into, obviously. Um, you know, the, uh, the whole um, – well, I don't want to go into discussing all these – some of these that are just obscure, but – you know, there's a lot of good sports movies out there. Um, I think one of the ones that I grew up watching, I don't even know. I guess you'd call it a sports movie. Yeah. Uh, Field of Dreams. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Okay. <laughs> Is that sarcasm, Brandon? No, that was actually a legit good movie. Okay. John Candy. I mean, come on, man. Okay. <laughs> Jamaican bob- bobsled team. Yeah. Where there's no snow. <laughs> um, it's a good movie. You know, I went to high school with a guy who was an Olympian, 
and he was on the United States bobsled team. Really? Yep. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Wonder how you get into something like that. He played college football and and ran track. Uh, for I believe Eastern Kentucky. I know he played football for Eastern Kentucky, and, and and played football and ran track in high school. But he was always a big, strong guy, big athlete. <clears throat> I think at some point you just have to devote yourself to that specific, you know, sport. Um, and 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 it was able to work. <clears throat> He's a big, strong guy, very athletic. It worked. So I want to know actually how bobsledding is actually a sport because mm-hmm. once you're running and then you get in the bobsled pretty much the bobsled does the job for you right uh, <laughs> i mean i, I mean, don't know i think there's a little leaning involved so oh so man that must take a lot of training to do some leaning <laughs> but uh you know i i'm sorry man i just some sports that they have in the olympics just crack me up man it's you know, I don't know. We we talk about certain things not being sports, or how you said uh, MMA is a half sport, or whatever, or uh, or people have said that. You know, MMA is way more of a sport than some things that are in the Olympics. Oh sure, yeah, and I mean, there's been talks about bringing it to the Olympics, but I doubt that it'll ever happen. I think it's a little too <clears throat> brutal for mainstream audience. MMA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you divide it down into the individual martial arts like Greco-Roman and folk-style wrestling and Taekwondo and stuff like that, you know, it's a little bit more tame, uh, even boxing, but, you know, I guess... You think for, boxing's more tame than MMA? Well, I'm just saying it's it's a for a casual viewer, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that it it looks a little more tame than what MMA does, you know... We're talking about using elbows and knees and <laughs> the way that it looks. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It's but, way more entertaining than synchronized swimming, though. Come on, man. How yeah. is that a sport? Curling. I Some mean, come people on. love synchronized swimming. Yeah. Sure. It's not me. I mean, if it were up to me, I'd say at least let like sambo. Yeah. That'd be cool. If that's you had pretty s- close to MMA, yeah, you know, you add some sharks in the pool while they're synchronized <laughs> swimming. Maybe <laughs> I'll watch it. But um, you know. <laughs> Kelly looks at me like, dude, you're demented. No, 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 I'd watch that. I have a hard time watching anything that's not full contact. Yeah. So. I think <laughs> jujitsu would be a cool Olympic sport, I yeah. think. Yeah. I guess. I, I don't know, honestly. Honestly, competitive jujitsu is not that exciting. Uh, depends on who you're watching. Yeah. I mean, some of the, some of the top guys are pretty entertaining. Who? Gordon uh, Ryan? Yeah, Gordon Ryan. I don't think uh, so. I watch him. So? No, not really. Actually, now watching him talk trash and wear a crown is cool. <laughs> but <clears throat> you know what I mean? It, it's not inherently that exciting of a sport. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, MMA I mean, is. There's so many variables in MMA. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever watched Jeff Glover? Yeah. He's, Donkey Guard? Yeah, he's yeah. pretty entertaining to watch. I, he's do- entertaining, but it's all relative. You get all excited about watching one of Jeff Glover's fights, and then you watch what, his match in jiu-jitsu, and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I train jiu-jitsu all the time, and I'm watching. I'm like, these guys are just hugging each other for 30 minutes or you, whatever the, the time is. You don't use Donkey Guard? No. <laughs> you a big fan of Donkey Guard? Yeah. Double donkey. Kenny Kenny Stewart likes to do that stuff to me when he's in town. <laughs> um, so I mean, it's cool, I guess, if you're a, a jujitsu nerd. But and I know a lot of people listening that I train jujitsu with. What about combat jujitsu? Uh, 
tearing their hair out right now. Combat jiu-jitsu, more exciting than regular jiu-jitsu, yeah. And for our casual listeners who don't know what combat jiu-jitsu is. Yeah, yeah, for our casual listeners who don't know what's jiu-jitsu, for starters. Yeah, I mean, jiu-jitsu is uh, joint manipulation and chokes. So you're looking at arm bars and rear naked chokes and that type of thing. Uh, Combat jiu-jitsu is the same thing with the added element of striking once they hit the ground. Mm -hmm. So you can open hand strike, uh, which obviously is going to change somebody's jiu-jitsu game a little bit. You're not just going to sit there and wait for the timer to run out if you're getting slapped in your face. So I think that that would be a little bit more entertaining for Olympic, you know, status. Okay. I'm with that. That would be pretty close to Sambo. Yeah. Right. I, I like boxing and MMA. Those yeah. are just my two. You're biased. I am. Me too. I've been, I've been a boxing fan my whole life. And, of course, jiu-jitsu is beautiful. I think the true beauty of jiu-jitsu comes in when someone like Ryan Hall or Damian Maya can do it. During an MMA. Despite the, the, the threat of, of strikes. Sure. Right? Yeah. If I, that makes sense. I don't have many submissions in my career in MMA, but do I do not? have a few. And um, What are they? Uh, I've got like rear naked chokes a couple of times. Um, and it, I mean, that really may be the extent. I think I've thrown a few others. I've thrown like Kimuras and triangles and stuff. Okay. Um, but for the most part, I'm just looking to punch somebody until they give me something. I would, you know, make them pick their poison versus like going for something like Damian Maya does. I mean, he'll, he'll straight up go for a submission in the middle of a fight and get it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Especially. When his opponent knows it's coming. Sure. that That's what makes it so wild. He'll Ryan Hall. Anyway. Yeah. Ryan Hall, too. Or Joe Bays. Yeah. I watched one of Joe Bays, one of his recent submissions, um, or actually a real old one from an MMA fight. He basically pulled yard and just entered in for a Ashigurami and just did a heel hook. Yeah. Just real simple stuff. He was one of the first guys that I met when I started fighting back in 2005. Really? Um, yeah, I think I, I went to... Uh, a hook and shoot fight in Evansville, Indiana. It was outside in a parking lot and uh nice guy submission Academy was there. And Joe Bays was one of the first guys that I met. And at the time I didn't realize, you know, that he was a name. I just thought oh, he's another one of the guys. And then uh throughout his career, I've watched him and uh he's pretty legit, man. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he's one of those guys that'll just snatch you up and, and do something to you, even though you know, it's coming. He, his game is so tight that he's, he's going to do it anyway. Okay. Shout out to you, Brandon Bishop, for once again, as I say each week, creating the Weekend Sports Buzz Facebook group. Oh, well, thank you. Gives us limitless content. One of the quotes, uh, I actually shared it in here, but it's a funny article. It said, OJ Simpson says, quote, he'll go, he'll go, quote, crazy if all golf courses are closed. So he told a reporter, I'll be fine. As long as the golf courses stay open, I'll go crazy if they close the golf courses. Could you imagine OJ going crazy? <laughs> and, and and this guy on Twitter said, how crazy are we talking, OJ? Yeah. Well, Chris, what do you think about that? that what, what do you think OJ meant by that? He'll go crazy. <sighs> well. We know he likes golf. He lives in Orlando. Just keep him away from knives is all I got to say. <laughs> uh, you know, you don't make sure he's got a golf club. Maybe this will be the sequel. I don't know. Um, OJ's entertaining on Twitter. Oh God! Yeah, he's. um, I don't know, man. It seems like scripted uh, reality we're dealing with here. But um, yeah, he's. uh, Yeah, he's very entertaining. But 
You know what the funny thing is, is you're not allowed to have fun right now. And if you get caught having fun, they'll call the police on you. You know, you had all those uh, spring breakers out there having a good time. What about that? Did you guys see those interviews? (laughs) (laughs) Continue, Chris. Well, I'm not on social media, so you guys see stuff I don't even know about. But but you've seen the the interview clips? No. Okay. I just know that uh, you're not allowed to have fun, and if you're having fun... We're going to stop that. You're going to be mocked. Right. Uh, somehow they are uh, being disrespectful to the situation we're in right now, right? <laughs> they just have up-close video interviews of kids, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids, 22, I don't care, whatever age, young people, out on the beach saying, yeah, if we get coronavirus, we don't care. We're here to party. I've been looking forward to this spring break for two months and I'll be damned if a coronavirus will allow me to. I love it to not not come out here and party, dude. I am right there with them. You don't let anything. Well, this is my opinion. I don't speak for the station, for yeah. Kelly Patrick, for Brandon Bishop. But my opinion is, do whatever you, you want. You do your your damn thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's difficult because we don't even know. All right, let's say four months from now, we'll look back and say, well, coronavirus came and and went. Thank God we all quarantined. We won't really even know that we drove it off. Thank you. Right? Thank there's, you. There's no definitive. Right. You know what I mean? Let's be real here. We don't know. It's just like climate change. We only have one earth, so how, you don't have two set samples to know which one is right because there's only one to deal with. Now, I don't know, man. This is unprecedented times, really. Right? Yeah. We're supposed to be social distancing, but when you go to the grocery store, there's thousands of people lined up right mm-hmm. next to each other, right? Have, I you mean, guys, we're, have you guys had any interesting times in the grocery or, or at Walmart or anything recently? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I made a live video I saw that. not too long ago, and I was just kind of showing everybody the empty shelves and all the people. There were people walking around with their shirts covering their faces like that was going to do anything. <clears throat> yeah, it's ridiculous. Pretty interesting. And for some <laughs> reason... Toilet paper is the new currency. <laughs> um, you know. It's worth about the same as the U.S. dollar now. It, right. If they keep this up, you'll be wiping your butt with some dollar bills uh, because <laughs> it won't be worth anything. But the funny thing is, yeah, I mean, I was in the grocery store actually yesterday, and I just wanted a little insight into the stockers' life that they're dealing with right now. I go over to the paper aisle. There's no toilet paper, obviously. And I already got it. I just wanted to be nosy. And I asked the stock guy, hey, uh, on a normal day, you know, how, how much toilet paper do you get in a normal day? He said, two, two pallets. I said, how much do you get today? He said, six cases. So wow. uh, is this a, um intentional, you know, uh, scarcity that they're putting out there? Because why are you – I thought we had plenty, but they're only bringing in six cases. And it, it – it's like created scarcity. But anyway, that's my opinion. Uh, it's pretty pretty nuts out there. Imported from China. <sighs> everything people. is. You see see the uh, links to everything. Antibiotics, all the medications we, we take come from China. Everything. I drove by Dairy Queen yesterday, and it said if you spend 20 bucks, you get a free roll of toilet paper. And that, you know, that when I'm about to eat my food, I want to think about toilet paper, right? That to me, that's a <laughs> fail, dude, right there. My kids, I think April seventh, they're gonna start home being homeschooled. Okay, 
by you? No, I, oh, I think there's, there's school. Yeah, no, not by Poor me. Poor kids. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're right. 100% accurate there. Not by me, thank God. But they will have online content brought to you, brought to them by the Jefferson County Public Schools. Yep. So they're going to be doing work at home. Sending out Chromebooks and lunches via the buses. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I sending out the content. They're, I think they're going to be basically FaceTiming or video conferencing everybody in their class all together. And I think at least from April 7th through the 20th, we know that will be the way they're learning. Yeah. Now, I don't know how long that'll last. We're in a different time, to be honest. Okay, so I do think in some way there are some positives to take away from this. I've spent more time with my kids over the last week than I normally do. I just spent three hours with my kid at the my kids at the at the park yesterday, just kind of running and playing basketball and doing fun stuff. Went for a walk outside last night. We wouldn't have always done exactly that. Uh, just kind of a, a, a throwback in a way to to before. Our society was so nonstop with everything. But I would say this too. Everybody has Wi-Fi now. Who doesn't have Wi-Fi? Chris, you have Wi-Fi? I've house? got it. Yeah. Brandon, Wi-Fi? Yeah, I've got it. Okay. So what percentage of, of homes in the United States does not ha- do not have Wi-Fi? Very I, low now. Yeah, very low. So how, how much of a requirement is it to physically go to school anyways? That's true. I've been saying this for a long time. Okay, so colleges, universities. I graduated from Indiana University Southeast in 2007, and that was in 2007. I I did the majority of the last two years of my my undergraduate work, I did via online learning. Most of my classes were ran through Bloomington University, or Indiana University in Bloomington. So that was 2007, 2004. I think 2005, six, and seven. I did a lot of work in that capacity. So, uh, how how far away are we from majority of learning being done via the internet? Anyways, I know this is not a sports conversation, but I mean, there's a lot you can go down that path with. Um, I mean, if we're going to do online learning, why do you need teachers? You only need one. You you play the same video to everybody. You need one teacher. Sorry, teachers. I'm just telling you. That's, you know what I'm saying? I mean, look, it's eliminating a lot of jobs uh, by doing this, but, you know. No more janitors? This is our new norm, okay? No more school fights? Oh, man. No more actual human interaction as far as socialization, though? Yeah. What'll happen to our social skills? I've always said, for me personally, I'm a little bit of like a social, I guess a social butterfly, I always have been. So in middle school and high school, what did I really get away from those years? What did I really take out of all that? My ability to make friends, the friendships I made, the screwing around, the joking around, more so than the substantive academic learning. So you take that element out of it. Kelly Patrick 2.0 comes around. What kind of, what would I get out? Actual learning? Nah. Hell yeah. no, I'd find something else to do. Another version of, of jackassing around. You know, every every decade has had its boogeyman to worry about. Now we have this invisible boogeyman that everybody's worried about, right? Okay. We had Osama bin Laden. Okay. 
you know, we had all these different every the Cold War. I mean, you know, all every decade had its little deal, right? And this this new generation gets to deal with social distancing. Cold War would be the eighties. Yeah, what, I what mean, about in the two thousands would be nine eleven. Yeah. Uh, okay, what about the nineties? Satanic panic. Yeah, and, and war on drugs. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Dare. Yes. That worked, didn't it? No. We are the world. <laughs> you don't think that worked, the AIDS, Brandon? The AIDS in the 80s, right? Okay. okay. I watched, uh, uh, for some reason, I'm getting all nostalgic now, sitting at home with all this time on my hands, and I've been watching Tommy Morrison old videos and interviews. That's a good one. Uh-huh. And I watched his 20-minute press conference in 1996. Well, actually, let me backtrack. Yesterday, my daughter and I watched Rocky Five. We've been meaning to do it. We watched uh, my, my beautiful, ne- next month will be 12 years old daughter. We've watched Rocky One, Two, Three, Four, and then it took us a few months to get around to watching Five. We finally watched it in entirety yesterday. And who's in that? Tommy Morrison. Yep. He had the big left hook at one time. That movie was, was made in... Late 89 and then released in 90. So at that time, Tommy Morrison was an undefeated heavyweight phenom with this big left hook. In 96, he announced, came out and said, guys, I've been very promiscuous. I don't know what exactly how, but I have HIV. I watched the entire press conference yesterday, too. So I was on quite the Tommy Morrison kick yesterday to the tune of the AIDS scare that you mentioned. He came forward in 96 and said... Magic Johnson and I are working together, yada, yada, yada. He sounded great, all things considered, in that press conference announcing that he had HIV. He said, yeah, I was reckless. Uh, I thought it could only happen to homosexuals or or intravenous drug users, but apparently it can happen to someone like me, too. So he made it very clear to say, yeah, I have HIV, but (laughs) I'm not gay. (laughs) In a subtle way. Right. If you go back and watch it, in a subtle way. Because, you know, that's what people are thinking. I don't remember Magic Johnson ever saying that. No. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> he didn't feel the need to, I guess. And I, he must have a lot of magic because he is the longest surviving yeah. victim of this, right? Magic Johnson. How'd it go for Tommy? Tommy Not so good. Tommy passed in 2013. Wow. Was it that much past? I thought it was maybe... Six years after. So no. you're saying it. But, but but Tommy Morrison went through some crazy ups and downs afterward. He was like, I have HIV. I appreciate everyone standing with me. You know, I, I failed everyone. Uh, he said that he's contacted all the women that he's been with to let them know they need to get tested. Apparently, he didn't pass it on to even his girlfriend. At one time, he was married to two different women at the same time. Nice. Okay, so t- <laughs> nice. So Tommy Morrison had led quite the lifestyle. But then at one point, he came out and said, you know what? I don't even have HIV. Not only do I test negative for it now, here's a negative test. I was never positive for HIV. He ended up denying it. If you check out Tommy Morrison's Wikipedia page to this day, and that was your only source of the Tommy Morrison story, it makes it look like the Nevada State Athletic Commission just made up that he had HIV. Just made it up. Hmm. He never actually tested positive. And he got back into boxing in like 2007. Really? Yeah, he boxed again. Yeah, the Tommy Morrison story is wild. That's pretty but interesting. He ended up 
and he ended up saying, "What's what was sad is is Magic Johnson aged gracefully with it. Magic Johnson has like gotten more and more responsible and respectable and and admirable in the eyes of that his his presentation skills at least, almost like a politician. Tommy Morrison just turned into like a crackhead. He got <laughs> he got these huge. Have you guys seen this? He got peck implants. Well, ridiculous. Yeah, he got horrible peck implants to make himself look muscular. And then he boxed with them, and it wasn't <laughs> actual muscle. That is bizarre. Yeah, man. Tommy Morrison really lost his stuff toward the end. But wow. sorry for the, the rant there, but you mentioned the AIDS epidemic. Would that be called an epidemic? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would think so. At least our vernacular is being sharpened. That's what our... There's a pandemic. There's an epidemic. At least we know all this. Thank God for all this, huh? <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't for the media, we wouldn't know any of this, right? Yeah. You go outside and it's a normal day. So the Tommy Morrison story I thought was interesting. Uh, I revisited that old sports stories. Now, have you guys seen any of the Creed series? No. I have to look forward to with my daughter. We made it through Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Now we get to start the more modern. Actually, I think the next one is, is Rocky Balboa. Right. And then it goes into the Creed series. Yeah. Man, you know, Sylvester so Stallone, he's really benefited from steroids, man. That guy. He has... is. He's like 73 and he is jacked. <laughs> and I don't hate on him. I don't hate him for it. If you get to be that old and you want to start juicing, I say go for it. He don't look 70, does he? No. I mean, not... His face does. His Yeah, his, he's been in the sun quite Even a bit. if he looks 70, who cares? He looks good. He's like a, a, a good, you know, a muscular, healthy. That's my... I, does that make sense? If I look that good at 70, I'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. And, and everybody knows you're on steroids. Will that damn? Uh, no. Will that make you feel bad? No, I'll deny it. He's probably been on steroids since the 70s, though. He's 73 years old. Man. And he's doing action films. Mm -hmm. The Expendables and all this. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that guy, he has uh, stood the test of time. So the Rocky series is... For the weekend sports buzz, I would say the Rocky series and traditional Western-style boxing is much more mainstream than MMA. So the majority of people who are listening to this show this morning do not hate boxing. They may hate MMA. I know, it's silly. Um, but boxing is more mainstream. So talking about the Rocky series is much more mainstream. I'm looking at a, a poster of Muhammad Ali, the greatest, now, and... Yes, people love boxing. They just do. Boxing. I love boxing. Boxing is dead. MMA is the box they buried it in. Ah, uh, you can't leave out all of the eccentric characters that have been in that series. You had Hulk Hogan. Okay. Mister T. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who? Else? I mean, there was Dolph Lundgren. Uh, yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Drago. Um, Tommy Morrison. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Oh that's, yeah, that's right. In the yeah. Creed series, of yeah. course. Wakanda forever. <laughs> you know who I know Michael B. Jordan from is The Wire. You guys ever watch The Wire? My man John Renshaw used to be here on this station. His favorite series of all time, if memory serves me correctly, is The Wire. Have you guys ever watched that? No, I've heard about it, though. I had a friend of mine who watched it pretty consistently, and I would go over to his house. Occasionally and, uh, and see some of it. And I would catch it sometimes. And uh, I had a hard time with the guy that did the, the narration, the voiceover. Okay. I don't know. It was just, I'm picky. Okay. 
The Wire, though, Michael B. Jordan was a very young kid <clears throat> in this Baltimore ghetto that they focused on. Michael B. Jordan was like, as an actor, I don't know, 12 or 13. Oh, okay. And he, he was playing a young kid, which oftentimes in the ghetto, they will deal drugs at that age and carry guns. And so he played someone who's a prominent drug dealer and criminal, and it was awesome. The whole series is amazing, but Michael B. Jordan will forever be, as will Idris Elba. Yeah. To me, will always be remembered as from The Wire. His character, Stringer, Stringer Bell from he, The Wire. He's got the corona. He's got yeah. the, cor- the rona. Yeah, isn't it funny? Well, no, I, that's not the right. Let me start that over. Uh, you know, the amount of people that have this, why is there so many of these people, famous people, have it? Because they have access to more tests. <laughs> yeah. I more mean, people have it. Yeah. More people have it than just the famous people. But uh, uh, my buddy Jamel Muhammad, <laughs> fighter out of Lexington, yeah. pro fighter. Owns his own uh, martial arts academy in Lexington. Shout out to Lexington Taekwondo and Jiu-Jitsu. Does he have the COVID? No. Well, he, he wasn't feeling well. And he, at the time, before they canceled everything, he was teaching kids. So he, doing his due diligence, went to the hospital and said, I have some symptoms. Please test me. And they said, whoa, whoa, whoa. we don't have a test for you, mister. You're not famous. Yeah, we don't no, have a test for you. I, I know a lot of people that's happened to. So did he have it? We don't know. So, I, you know. I'm going to say yes. You are? Yeah. Just based on who he is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Jamel Muhammad officially has the Rona. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and say that on the Rona. air. Be sure to stay tuned. <laughs> We're going to head to a break. I'm Kelly Patrick for Chris Embry, Brandon Bishop. We appreciate the support of Louisville Combat Academy, 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. Be sure to stay tuned. We will be back with more of the Weekend Sports Buzz. Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz live here on 96.1 FM. We appreciate you tuning in this morning. I'm Kelly Patrick alongside Brandon Bishop and Chris Embry. We want to thank Louisville Combat Academy for their support. Located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. A lot, of, a lot of different directions we can go with this type of show. I've said it before. I said it last week, and I'll say it again. We could find old sports topics to debate till we're blue in the face. We could. Mm-hmm. Who's the, who, what's your top five for the greatest uh, basketball players ever? We're a basketball market. Who's the best basketball player ever, in your opinion? Not just NBA. Best or favorite, that's two different things. Best. Best, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, okay. Yep. Okay. That's my opinion. Okay. But. Difficult to argue with that one. That would I would say if you were to survey or poll the 
majority of American males, or, or I should say sports fans, Michael Jordan would come out number one. Okay. My vote would probably go for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's what I was going to go with. Is it? Yeah. Because he, he was only eligible to play college basketball for three years, and he won National Player of the Year all three years mm-hmm. and the National Championship. And then he went on into the NBA to become the all-time leader in scoring and rebounds in the NBA. Right. And won some titles. Six titles. Mm-hmm. So my, my answer goes to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I am a strong believer that fans identify more with guards. That's why centers like Patrick Ewing, big guys, don't get coaching jobs as much. People assume the, the, the guards are more skilled, and I guess in some ways maybe they are, but people identify with shorter players. I know Jordan's 6'6", not short, but uh, I, I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Lou Alcindor, whatever you want to call him, is somewhat discriminated against because he's 7'2 or 7'3. And people are like, oh, you're that tall. You should be that good. But how does that translate to coaching? Are they saying that tall, big people are not smart? What? what I don't understand the yeah, correlation. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but you check it out, man. Big guys have trouble getting coaching jobs. Dave Cowens was tall. Phil Jackson was tall. So, like, But they, they were, I guess Cowens was the best example Right uh, of actual big guys who who was a real good player because Phil Jackson was a rode the bench, he mm-hmm. wasn't a great player. So uh, I guess people think to be a point guard you have to have a better brain, right? Than a center. A center you're like I'm tall and I get to jump up there and grab the rebounds and shoot layups. So you're and saying dunk it? It's easy. Centers relatively easy in basketball. Centers in basketball are uh, equivalent to. Like the big uglies in football, the big defensive. Hundred percent, yes. I'd say Orlando Pace is very underrated when talking about the most dominated, most dominating players, offensive players in the history of football. Orlando Pace's name never comes up, whereas I believe it should. Yeah, you think Spud Webb has a better chance of being a coach than Yao Ming, based on height? Yeah, based on height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I think they're just discriminating against him because he's from China. You know, they're afraid of the coronavirus. Or a lot of a lot of people blaming the coronavirus now on Yao Ming. Oh, okay, I can see that. The, yeah. the Kung Flu. That's what they're, <laughs> that's know. racist. Uh, you can't say that these days. Kung Fu is actually practiced by everyone. You can't even call it the Wuhan flu anymore. And I mean, that's where it originated. Just because it sounds funny. Yeah. That's what it is. Wuhan. That sounds funny. Sounds yeah. like you're just mocking. Like, oh, you don't even know what Wuhan is. They do make the best symbols, though. Wuhan China's. Like, they. that's a legit type of symbol. No, nah, I don't understand it. Means you're racist. <laughs> we can move on. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that's true. it. Yeah. Sounds like you're just saying something off the top of your head. I don't get it. You're racist. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. 100%. It's I like, mean... Oh, you said Wuhan? Racist. It's just a way to... Uh, tell you you have no uh freedom of speech Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to everything is curbed now you can't say this you can't man i will say whatever the i want dude oh don't make me hit the dump button because you can't say whatever (laughs) the you want well on the radio on the the kelly patrick show podcast we can't i said exactly what i wanted to say right there nobody stopped me (laughs) self-editing that's right very good i know the fcc rules uh (laughs) but you know um 
it, this is behavior modification that we're dealing with right now. And I don't care who, what your opinion is. It's a fact. Look at it. We are being told to modify our behavior for this invisible thing that's supposedly going on right now. Allegedly going on right now. But uh, anyway, <laughs> Kelly's like... No, I'm checking out the comments here. Shout out to Ryan Lindauer. Um a few people watching, and I appreciate that because I, I, in a time like this, conversations that are I you say nostalgic or whatever they are. I asked who's the best basketball player ever, Chris Ember. You went with Michael Jordan. That's right. I said Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Why he is not mentioned in this conversation more often is beyond me. Ryan Lindauer. What's your response to that? All time leader in scoring. Yep. All time leader in rebounds. Won three titles in college and was player of the year in college all three seasons that he was eligible. Freshman could not play at that time. Brandon, you're not a huge basketball junkie. If we asked you who's the best basketball player ever, what would your answer be? Um, Man, I, just out of knee-jerk reaction, I would say Michael Jordan. That's okay. I, that's, what I, you know, that's what I'm looking for. Is, or LeBron. Okay, LeBron does – in my opinion, LeBron deserves to be in that conversation sure. too. yeah. He's not as aesthetically pleasing as Jordan. He wasn't as, as good of a jump, you know, not as good of a shooter as Jordan. Mm -hmm. Although statistically, you could rebut that. He was a better three-point shooter, is a better three-point shooter than Jordan ever was. True. Uh, Efficiency-wise. But can he do the air walk, though? Not like, not like Jordan. Not Jordan. like Jordan. Jumping from the free throw line. How about Kobe? Too soon. Too soon? <laughs> I, well, I'm giving him props. He was an awesome player. I saw a, a pretty funny meme. Shout out to Rachel Noyce. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Yep. Noyce. Uh, Noyce. N-O-Y-E-S. Noyce. The Ferguson sister. Yeah. She posted a funny meme in the Weekend Sports Buzz group, and it had someone throwing garbage into the garbage with a flick of the wrist, and it said, Kobe. Oh. Kobe. Oh, Kobe. Wow. There we go. How great are the memes? At the beginning of the coronavirus scare, I was like, this is garbage. None of this is funny. The memes are horrible. I'm not laughing. None of this is fun. I got to give it to the world right now. The coronavirus memes have really stepped their game up as of late. I haven't made any of them. No, I haven't made any, but I've shared some good ones. Yeah. yeah. Mostly medieval. Okay, yeah, you sh shared a couple good uh, medieval ones. I trust Neil. I saw a good one of, of R. Kelly doing this, <laughs> and it says, "You say the the quarantines are this way." That's that's a good one. The quarantines. <laughs> There's a lot of good coronavirus memes out there right now. I'm not gonna say it's all worth it, but the the coronavirus memes are pretty fun. They are. Yeah. If anything positive comes out of this, it's the memes. It's the memes. 100%. I mean, you, you think anybody during the Black Plague was like, ha ha, you know, laughing about it? How can we make this fun? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They had those really cool bird masks, though. The Plague Doctor masks. They're making oh, a big comeback now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You see people walking around the grocery store dressed like Plague Doctors. We live, well, in, it's like we're in a movie, right? Almost like a really bad movie that's been with scripted terrible by actors. somebody real high up. But anyway, <laughs> it's wild. It's a wild time to be alive. I'm still a big time sports fan. Uh, For I, now. Hope, I hope Khabib and, and Ferguson happens. Yeah. If it doesn't, I'll be so disappointed. In two weeks. Yeah. Two, 
No. Three weeks still, right? Uh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, the about date. three weeks. Three weeks from yesterday. Do you know where they're going to have it? Because there's, no, there's they, a lot of places that are talking about not yeah. not allowing it regardless. They, they should announce where it's at soon because if I'm Ferguson or Khabib, I want to be there, right? You don't want to adjust last yeah. minute. Right. I want to fly there immediately. Yeah. I was thinking maybe they should do it on a cruise ship. Oh. <laughs> huh? That'd be cool, right? Maybe. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't want to be stuck on a ship right now. Do you? Mm. I, I don't. First off, I don't like the idea of going on a cruise ship anytime. Me neither. Do you not? Yeah. I've never went on one. I guess I, I was. Te- I was technically on a wedding. Uh, attended a wedding on a, a ship, so uh, cruise ship, whatever. But you had a blast on a, a, a cruise ship. Where was it at? Chris? Oh yeah, the Bahamas. I'm sure I could have a blast on it, but for some reason, it wasn't actually the cruise ship that was a blast. It was the party lo- favors on board. The locations. That we went to, right? Okay. Was it a Disney cruise? No. it. I can't remember who it was. Royal Caribbean or something. Okay. I forgot whoever it was. I believe they're fun, and statistically, it's not that dangerous normally. Um, Statistics are an interesting conversation at this time. Yeah. Okay. We're not allowed to speak facts right now, but go ahead. Facts are the interesting part of things, because when Kobe died, everybody, me included, I was like, oh, God, I'm never going on a helicopter again. <laughs> Right? You see how Had the you been social on a helicopter engineering before? works. I've been right? on a helicopter before. Oh. Yep. Very cool. Not now. A couple you, times. You, one guy. Yeah, that's the, statistically one thing happens. You're like, oh. Well, it wasn't But yet one I'll, guy. I'll go get into my car every day. It was actually sure. nine people that they forgot about the other seven because they only care about Kobe. Yeah, just the two. Yes. But, um, but statistics are an interesting thing in, in time of, of crisis to me because going on a, a cruise ship probably not that dangerous statistically maybe not even more dangerous than getting into a, a car on a daily basis that's what they told the passengers on the titanic <laughs> ask jack but statistically speaking still accurate still holds true i nope. guess so you're gonna get in a car to leave the station after this brandon i hear blimps are pretty safe too but uh... i know the listeners have got to be loving the positive vibes we're going <laughs> i don't care you know this is you think we lost some audience this week uh, it's okay. <laughs> what Maybe. else are they gonna listen to right yeah, i don't know <laughs> we encourage you to give us a call on the louisville combat academy buzz line 502-384-1450 we would love to hear your thoughts on any of the sports-related conversations we're having. My answer for best basketball player ever is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Both Brandon and Chris said their answer is, of course, Michael Jordan. All right, let's let's switch that conversation now. Favorite basketball player ever? Or what did you think I was going to ask, Chris? No, I, nothing. I, I, I was going to talk about the betting aspect. but Okay, let's hear that. Well, um, you know, with obviously no sports going on, the gambling world still has to exist. Okay. So. Bet the, on horse racing. They're, they're betting on weather. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, betting on when the vaccine's going to be available. Oh, wow. Come on now. It's getting crazy. These people are still placing bets. I mean, you know, that's one thing. You, I go to the gas station. I don't see a big line of people trying to get the Powerball tickets, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's funny how things change so well, fast. Well, depending on what industry you're in, you may not have any cash right now. That's true. If you're uh, but, a server, you're applying for unemployment benefits right now, hopefully going to get it quickly. But 
very interesting time to be alive. Some people are suspending. They're not cutting off LG&E. I don't think they're cutting off a lot of the utilities right now. Oh, they're so passionate. Some, some, Compassionate, some, I'm sorry. Some uh, landlords are saying, we will waive the rent for this month. Stuff like that. Hmm. Um, but, I mean, if you're working two double shifts a day, six days a week, to make ends meet, waiting tables, and all of a sudden you can't work any, you're going to have a substantial shortage of cash right now. Yeah, like Avery, for example, who's a server and then drives Uber. Yeah. I would think Uber still exists, right? But not as... I bet you don't get near as many. going out as much. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, the main reason for Uber is going to be because you don't want to drink and drive. And if the bars are closed, probably hurts Uber business. People just sitting at their house and getting smashed. So, I had to drive to uh, Georgia. Okay. uh, Wednesday through Friday last week and uh for work for work and uh you know they've shut down all these um where you can't go into fast food restaurants well i drive a a big truck can't go through the drive-thru so you can't get your food if you were a truck driver now some of them did open up uh, and allow you to go inside and place orders i experienced the same thing last week I was taking a late lunch. My truck was too big to go through the drive-thru. I walked up and knocked on the uh, Taco Bell door, and they were mouthing through the door, we can't let you in. We can't let you in. I said, I don't want in. I want a Chalupa. Yeah. like, we, we can't let you in. I said, my truck's too big to go through the drive-thru. You just want me to walk through the drive-thru? And she went and got her manager, and the manager made an executive decision to take my card through the door so that I could place my order to eat. And then they, uh, you got threw, your chalupa and everything was okay. I got my chalupa, but they, they threw it at me like a hand grenade. They, they didn't want me anywhere near the door. I guess yeah. maybe they thought I was infected. <laughs> you know, the rest of the co workers in there, you, they can be around them and not freak out. Or you can go to the grocery store and there's hundreds of people. Oh, they can cough on your food. That's cool. I mean, <laughs> it's, as long as you don't see it, it's no big right, deal. Yeah. I mean, Rallies doesn't even have a lobby, but they had the uh, walk-up windows closed with caution tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably good you didn't go there. That That's, well, I shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, the only thing they've got good is the fries. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're, we're living in some crazy times, man. Uh, but you know what? We're still allowed so many comforts that it's it's not so bad, really, you know? Yeah, li- our, our lives are still pretty good. It's just a wild time. We all have net. What are those memes that say your grandparents <laughs> were asked to serve in World War II? Okay. You were being asked to sit at your home and watch Hulu and Netflix. It's so terrible. You'll be okay. I don't know if I can do it, man. <laughs> I'm going to go out. Honestly, and do- that does kind of make you go insane in my book. Oh, I'm, yeah. I want to go do some hood rat stuff with my friends. Now, is it as, as crazy <laughs> as. as- Going overseas and shooting people, getting shot. Eh, it's pretty not. similar. It's pretty similar. Cabin fever, fever is pretty bad, but it's not like dodging bullets. Call of Duty's getting real these days, guys. So, so is you got so surround is, sound and virtual reality. So I mean, is The Walking Dead. It's basically the same. It's the same as going to war. I am a, a firm believer in if you don't have things to worry about, our life becomes too comfortable. And Brandon, this this harkens me back to the first on-air interview I ever had with you. You remember that? Yeah. I, I think don't. it was like 
maybe two years ago or something. Wow. Right here. Uh, yeah. They came in with the, sh- the shield and the axe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You came in with Sherman Hand. Yeah, that's right. And you were describing that our primal instincts are one thing. And in our society today, we kind of push to the side our primal instincts. Okay. Yep. He's right. So I think humans inherently, when you have something to worry about, you almost you right. feel more alive. Yeah. Yeah. You have something substantive. A bear is chasing you through the woods. It's not a good thing, but you know, you're living, you know, you're alive. You <laughs> yeah. know, you have to think about that. Oh yeah. You're engaged. You got to get the hell out of there. Or you're dead. <laughs> well, hopefully this gets a lot of people out of autopilot because everybody's staring at their phones. No, and, I don't think this is getting them out of that. At no, all. it's not. No, it's not. No, I think maybe even making that worse. Maybe we need that to get be. a bear to chase them. I made my kids last Ooh, I night. Like I have a, a 11 and 10 year old and <laughs> before bed, or first off, we spent a few hours at the park just running around and doing, you know, basketball and running and then sprints, timing ourselves with some sp- about a 550 meter sprint just to see how fast we could do it around our neighborhood. But then beyond that, we came in and sat around, watched some movies during the day. Before bed, I made them, again, go for a walk with me just around the neighborhood. Just because I feel right now kids and humans are just too damn secluded yeah. and locked in and glued to their telephone and or their, their cell phone and their computers. And, and I think it's probably at an all-time high, actually. Oh, sure. So let me ask you this, dealing with sports. Okay. okay, this is going to change some things, right? One thing, when you win a game, there's high fives. You got people tapping each other on the butt, this and that. After this, they're going to come out, my prediction, they're going to have this new celebration thing where they can do it and nobody has to touch each other, right? I mean, really, it's getting to where they don't, they're, they're going to say you can't do that so we, we need to uh, come up with something else to celebrate so we don't touch each other right it's it's definitely going to change a lot of aspects of things in the you know a, even after this is but you know it's funny and no one wants to talk about this i'm a huge advocate and fan of adam carolla always have been probably always will be i think i was 12 years old i'm now 36 so for a long time i've been listening to adam carolla for the longest time he's been an advocate of the sewer rat theory. And what that means is washing your hands and bathing even, I know this sounds crazy to No, me, I already know where you're is going. overrated. Yeah. Adam it, Carolla says he doesn't even wash his hands and he never gets sick. Right. It's because he's exposed to everything. Yeah, that's how you build yeah. up immunities and that's how things go. I posted a video on my Facebook page uh, maybe three or four days ago. It was a George Carlin bit done in the mid-90s. Okay. And that was pretty much... What he was saying, and he says, uh, when we were kids, we swam in the Hudson, and it was basically raw sewage, and uh, we were exposed to everything. And he said, you know, the big deal back then was polio. And he says, none of the kids in my neighborhood got polio. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. <laughs> you know, my, my white blood cells go out, and they just murder everything and throw them right into my colon, no questions asked. You know, so um, I think there's something to that. What doesn't... What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I mean, would we all be healthier if we were in a bubble, like the boy in the bubble? We all had our own bubble and we never interacted with other humans at all? Much more susceptible to everything. I would think then when you get out of that bubble, you're screwed, right? Yeah. People live in a virtual bubble now. You know that. I mean, social media has turned everybody into... Into a virtual bubble, yeah. Right? I mean, 
kids don't even know how to interact the way we did when we were growing up, as we spoke about earlier. I grew up in a neighborhood where I was out playing with my neighborhood kids and running around and, you know, vandalizing and, and, <laughs> and doing the things that kids are supposed to do. You ruffian. Smoking cigarettes and drinking beer at a young age. <laughs> That's what kids should be doing by the time they're 11 or 12. Yeah, my daughter's around that age. I'm going to start encouraging. Cigarettes and beer. <laughs> right? Well, That's what you want from your kids. If you want them to survive. Yeah, if you want them to survive, cigarettes sure. and beer all day. Yeah. 502-384-1450 is the Louisville Combat Academy buzz line. We encourage you to give us a call. Get in on the action, but in all seriousness, it's so faux Paul right now to suggest the sewer rat type theory, right? Who's going to go on television right now and say, washing your hands is overrated? Do you, when do you guys want to do that? I mean, I, I would do it, but that's because I don't have a reputation. To Shock value. Yeah, if, I don't, you know, nobody knows. If you need to be told how to or to clean yourself by a somebody in Hollywood, then you don't have a brain for yourself. Okay. Okay. I mean, if it takes something like this. So in all seriousness, it sounds like you're anti the sewer rat theory. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, I'm actually. Adam Carolla, the, the guy who, who is flies the flag of the sewer rat theory, he says he doesn't even own any soap. Well, he, he gets in the shower and just runs some water over himself, and he's fine. Oh, I'm sure he's not fine. You you have a human know. biome, sure? okay, that grows on your skin, okay. and, and it's uh, it's part of your immune system. Okay, and you're actually killing part of your immune system by constantly using hand. That's sanitizer. what I mean. Hand That's sanitizer true. kills it. Okay, so you're doing the opposite. Is that actually helping everything? No, it's not. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, but wh- why remember, is that not being talked about? Well, I'm talking about it, and I'm probably going to be in trouble for talking about it. But is, I'm just is saying. This, is this quarantine helping? No. Brandon, may, may I recommend deodorant? <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, you know, if you're not going to use soap, at least use deodorant. It no, I, and I'm not saying I don't cleanse myself. Come on now. Guys. I, I do too. I use what soap I'm saying every is, day. is, I do play in the damn dirt, right? I mean, get out there and, and, and expose yourself to things. Yeah. Just take a bird bath. You're good. You know, I, that happens when you're a kid. I'm not saying you build that up mainly when you're a kid, like we're talking about. I drank from a garden hose. I didn't die. Back to our conversation of best basketball players ever. Once again, our man Ryan Lindauer commented, and he said, LeBron and Kareem are the two best. I think it looks like he has LeBron, number one, and then Kareem. Mm. Mitchell Robinson commented, and I think it was directed at Brandon. It said, show us your tits. Wow. So that was a good one. Thank you, Mitchell. (laughs) Uh, Ryan Lindauer. We got Thomas Agrew commenting. It's difficult for me to tell how many of these people are just watching the live feed and how many are actually listening to the show. The Louisville Combat Academy buzz line is 502-384-1450. What's that? Please tell me it's Marcus. I don't know who it is. If it's Marcus, you better bring the heat. We're going to head to the buzz line now. We have who? It's Ryan. Ryan. We got Ryan on the line with us. How are you this morning, Ryan? What do you have for us? Oh, I'm, I'm great. I'm just uh, I'm quarantining pretty hard today. I'm drinking coffee and... <laughs> I would join the chat on uh, I don't know. This, is, this isn't a family show, is it? Not a family show. If you use profanity, we will have to dump you due to the FCC. Um, but, no, not a family show. Anything you can get away with, 
please do. Well, I got I got to say I can't understand you right now. Okay. Your mic's a little uh, gravelly. What do you, Probably on my end. But, what do you have what do you have for us this morning, Ryan? I did not understand that. Sorry, your mic's very gravelly. What do you have for us? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you all right. Fair enough. Okay, go ahead. Tell us okay. what you got. Well, I was uh, I was just listening to some of the things do uh, Kelly had to say, and you know, I just little little dicey, a little uh, racism being thrown around there, and but uh, I just wanted to weigh in on some of the dark horse best basketball players of all time. Okay, we were talking about earlier. Uh, a few names you may have forgotten. Uh, Tim Duncan, easily in the top ten, somewhere around there. Got Shaq, too. Magic and Hakeem Olajuwon and Kobe Bryant. Those are all good suggestions. He is dead now. He is dead now. Where's Larry Bird standing there? Say what? Larry Bird. Larry Bird, he was asking about Larry Bird. You think he he belongs? Oh, it's gotta be. He's easily in the top, probably seven or eight. I can agree with that. Yeah, I mean, that's all I got. Okay, uh, Ryan, thank you, that. thank you very much for the call, Ryan. We appreciate your contribution. Have a great rest of your weekend. You're- Thank you. Yeah, yeah, just lay, lay off Yao Ming a little, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff there from our man Ryan. Once again, that is our man Ryan. Uh, I've known Ryan for a long time. I appreciate that he called in and, and basically called me a racist, so that's fun. Love it. Because of the Yao Ming comments, I assume, right? I hope so. I or hope m- so. Maybe it's just in general. Just in general? Yeah. You got a racist vibe from me? Yeah. No problem. <laughs> I welcome that. Yeah. That's good, right? Good for ratings. That's what I pick up on. Yeah. No, I, he did make some serious, uh, nice nominees. Tim Duncan, Hakeem Olajuwon, I think also suffer from what I was describing earlier, that big men are hated on. If you're a big man, Tim Duncan is statistically in a, a, a group sim- most similar to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They played for a very long time, 20-plus seasons. In the NBA, and they just accomplished everything. Tim Duncan, maybe even more so. He won five titles, and he didn't even insist on shooting the ball very much, ever. Tim Duncan was the consummate teammate, in my opinion. If your goal is to win a title, ever, I think Tim Duncan is your starting power forward. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't have to have the ball in his hands. He's super long. If you if you measure him... His, his wingspan, he's one of the, the biggest guys in the NBA every year. He can move very well. He plays great uh, man-on-man defense, but also team defense. He knows how to pass the ball. If someone's open, he'll always hit the open man. But he's not sexy. He's not. He, his style is not as aesthetically pleasing as Michael Jordan's. That is my entire point. That's the same reason people say Mike Tyson is the best boxer ever. Because aesthetically pleasing is what matters to the majority of people. That's true. Absolutely. Not substantive. Substance, out the window. What's the most exciting for you to watch? 
Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. So we, someone like Tim Duncan, in my opinion, or even Larry Holmes or or Joe Lewis. Yeah. More substantive in my eyes. We we keep talking about individual players, but who do you think made the best team of all time? In basketball? Yep. Well, there is a I'll start with this. A lot of people believe the nineteen eighty six Boston Celtics. Okay. They had Larry Bird, Kevin yep. McHale. Uh, Robert Parrish. Oh, coming off the bench, Bill Walton. Right. So a lot of people believe that 86 team is the best ever. Mid-90s Chicago Bulls. 1996 Chicago Bulls are also in that conversation. They Scottie went Pippen. 72 and 10. Yeah. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, Michael Jordan. Man, there's so many Celtics teams, too, you can throw in there. To the tune of what Ryan Lindauer called in with earlier, the 3 Lakers, in my eyes, with a prime Kobe and a a damn prime Shaq? Yep. Who's going to guard prime Shaq? Nobody. You you couldn't. Tell guard. me. Even in today, well, obviously in today's basketball, there's not true centers really uh, that are even – they don't try to get big men nowadays, you know. Thanks to the Splash Brothers, they've changed the game around a little bit. But, yeah, n- nobody uh, could hold Shaq then or now, and that's that's pretty apparent. Um but I do think the, the mention of Shaq by, by Ryan, caller Ryan earlier, was a good one. Because mm-hmm. when he was in his prime, he was that dominant. I mentioned three teams. Chris, do you have any, any additional teams to mention? Um, there was some – I mean, I'm just going off of not, not how many wins, not who won the championship, but there were some Pistons teams that were awesome. Okay. Okay. Um, I loved back then when they would fight all the time, right? That was pretty entertaining. Uh, and then you've got, of, of course, Larry Bird, Parrish, uh, Kevin McHale. I mean, so many years of having uh, those guys on the same team were some amazing teams. But being a college basketball town, of course I watched the NBA, but it, it wasn't – I could give you more uh, – better answers about college basketball teams. But, yeah, I mean – you know, there, there's been a lot of great ones. Obviously, a bunch of Bulls teams are the ones that I've actually watched myself. Um, but you got to think, there wasn't a lot of uh, supporting cast that were big names, really, on the um, Jordan's teams, right? I mean, of course, you had Pippen, and then you had a lot of guys that people forget names, unlike the super teams that you have now. Looks like we might have a caller coming. Uh, yep. The Louisville Combat Academy bus line is 502-384-1450. We, we encourage you to give us a call. Get in on the action. We're going to head to the bus line now. We have our man Marcus is on the line with us. What do you have for us this morning, Marcus? Uh, I was I was just wondering, you know, what you guys are talking about there. Who's the best basketball team ever? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, that's easy. It was the 1986 Boston Celtics. Okay. I did mention You can pretty much look that up. But at one point, they had a streak of 30-some quarters where they scored 30 points in the quarter. Mm. Yeah, they were amazing. So I don't want to hear anything about any basketball team from the watered-down 1990s uh, even being in the conversation. Because let's remember, when they rounded up like the 50th anniversary – the greatest players, the 50 greatest players in the first 50 years of the NBA in a watered-down league 
but where Michael Jordan got to play against team like the Vancouver Grizzlies and <laughs> the Orlando Magic and the Toronto Raptors, and they moved the three-point line in for him. Uh, in that watered-down bunch of nonsense, they had Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, and both of those guys were among the top 50 players in the first 50 years of the NBA. Right? Yep. In a watered-down league. So if the fact that they won it, you know, six times when they were playing together, if they hadn't, they should have won it more. I mean, how many times did Jordan flame out in the early years of the playoffs? Wasn't he like one in ten in his first ten playoff series, something ridiculous like that? Yeah. So anyway, what else is going on? Anything good? Uh, NFL free agency. Tom Brady is now with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Any thoughts on that, Marcus? What? Tom Brady with Tampa Bay. Tom Brady. What do you think about uh, Tom Brady? Uh, I'm sorry. I kind of quit watching the news and stuff. I'm sure you're just pulling my leg about that, right? <laughs> He's serious. Oh, Tom Brady, the consummate patriot for 20 years left and went where? To the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hasn't Tom Brady won more games in his career than the Bucks have won in the history of the franchise? That's probably right. Yeah. I don't think that's I mean, too, I'm, too I'm difficult. Just, you to know, spitballing off the. You guys are putting me on, right? That can't be true. <laughs> it's 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 true, Marcus. It is true. Oh, you must be in your. When uh, did it happen? Dooms- when did this happen? You must be in your doomsday bunker, and and missed everything, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess a couple of days ago. The, the greatest oh, I got, quarterback. I got I got You guys swear that you're telling the truth, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. This What's is he real. Gonna do? Is he going to jump off something? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Marcus? What, what do I hear back there? Uh, well, I was cleaning my favorite gun this morning. In, in <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> People coming by or something like that. But I got to tell you what, man. I can't take any more of this. Oh, no. We lost Marcus. (laughs) No. We lost Marcus. We didn't even have to dump him. (laughs) Wow. Did we just just witness? What exactly did we just hear? (laughs) I hope he calls next week. I don't know. Oh, man. Well, I mean, talk about a ratings booster. If we need a Ouija board to get a hold of Marcus from here on out, that's going to be really tough. I had multiple callers refer to me as being racist or even mentioning Yao Ming's name. That's a good ratings booster in itself. Oh, my gosh. But what Marcus just did on air appears to have taken the cake. He's taken more than the cake. I hope he's okay. I think he took his, well, nah. <laughs> well, I hope we hope Marcus is all right. <laughs> we are going to head to a break. We appreciate everyone tuning in to the weekend sports buzz brought to you by Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. Be sure to stay tuned. Chris, Brandon, and I, not so much Marcus, <laughs> but Chris, Brandon, and I will be back with more of the weekend sports buzz. Thank you.
Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz live here on 96.1 FM and also available via the TuneIn app, the Big X Sports Radio app on your smartphone. So people are listening to the show here literally from anywhere across the country or the world. We appreciate you tuning in this morning. On the air every Sunday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Talking all things in the world of sports. Shout out to Matt McCarthy, Dugan Ryan, Trevor Kelsey, Doug Wolverton, everybody behind the scenes who is responsible for us being on the, the air each week. Also, shout out to Marcus. We hope he's okay. R.I.P. Marcus. Well, we don't know. You know, he could be all right. The Louisville Combat Academy buzz line is 502-384-1450. We're going to head back to the buzz line now where we have caller Tyler is on the line with us. What do you have for us this morning, Tyler? O2 Lakers. O2 Lakers. Okay. I'm with you on that. Okay. Nobody's stopping Shaq, and Kobe is Kobe. We already know that. He's as, you know, he's, and I'm a Michael guy. You're a Michael guy. I'll take him over anybody ever, but, you know, Kobe's right there. Nobody's stopping Shaq with Kobe and, the, you know, the team they had. I'll take those two Lakers. Um, I don't know if you all mentioned, I'm sure you did, in the trending talk for the Jamal Murray Instagram. I didn't see it. See this. Tell us what happened with Jamal Murray. Well, I guess um, in the wee hours of last night, Jamal Murray, supposedly his Instagram was hacked, and there was a video uploaded of him getting some favors by a young lady. <laughs> wow. Nice. Thank you so much for sharing this with us, Tyler. That is oh, what we, oh. we that's what we're all about here on the weekend sports buzz. Tell us more. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean he, he you know, he had to pull it off, he deleted it, then he posted that typical celebrity tweet a few years later, guys, I apologize. I was hacked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's typical hacking. <laughs> I love it. But and I just wanted to get that out there. I know that's the very important news of the day. But last thing is, Kelly, I'll be quick. Today was supposed to be the last day of MLB spring training for our Cincinnati Reds. And, of course, the year that we're going to win the World Series, they're trying to end our season. I don't know what you think about the Reds, but I'm missing them, and I think we're going to be great. I can't wait for sports to get back. Go Jamal Murray. <laughs> great call from our man Tyler. It's been a great show, actually. Can't believe it. <laughs> uh, I assume, Chris, you're over there looking for Jamal Murray's, the stories from last night. Uh, you know, is it really drunk texting or is it, you know how people, they'll put something on their social media <laughs> while they're drinking. It's a good idea. Everyone will think I'm a badass if I post a video of, of me being serviced by a attractive female and, and somehow share this with the entire world yeah when you're drunk that makes sense maybe post it in the group please uh, that must have been what jamal murray was thinking then he sobered up a few hours later right oh god i should delete this yeah actually not only <laughs> delete it i'll claim i was hacked right even better when it was clearly a video of you with a woman yeah <laughs> Oh, there's iPhone leaks now and all kinds of stuff. Did someone hold a gun to your head and make you do this on camera? No, Jamal Murray. I actually may go purchase a Jamal Murray jersey now. There you go. Jamal Murray fan now. Maybe he did it just to drive his stocks up. I'm I'm here for it. He's he's investing in himself. Draymond Green posted a, a, a nude photo of himself on Snapchat a couple years ago. It was only up supposedly for like two minutes. But people captured it. But he's on Snapchat, and he's a celebrity, so everybody took screenshots of it. Yes, everyone took screenshots. So that photo 
will forever be out there now. You know, we live in a weird time. What right a now. time to be alive. You know, uh, look how many of these guys that you think they should have no problem with the ladies. And, I mean, it makes me think of Brett Favre, right? Sending pictures of himself. Uh, <laughs> why? The little gunslinger. <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. Social media has been the systematic dumbing down society in my opinion i mean what it does is it allows us to be who we are in a way okay back before cell phones were around and you could take a photo of yourself people were still doing these debaucherous things right yeah okay well and you had to have those developed at walgreens yeah somebody was gonna see those pictures realistically you sober up you sobered up yep you had 24 hours at least to think about it mm-hmm. and then say, okay, who do I want to show these photos to? But now, when you're on a private jet with your buddies doing crystal meth <laughs> and drinking bourbon, you make your decisions immediately then. It sounds like you're speaking from personal no, experience. No, not me. Not me. Okay. But People a, you know. Yeah, yeah. People I know. <laughs> you're on a private jet and you're really cutting loose that's when you make those decisions yeah just hit the send button bro and i think it's beautiful or people will do like what they do to you and wait until you're not around your phone oh my god pick your phone up post that i love men yeah i'm <laughs> still not convinced that wasn't you but it you was can blame just it. drunk texting by kelly patrick yeah he regretted it immediately but he left it up though that's the good thing i have not had a, a passcode on my phone for years. It's inconvenient for me to type six, six digits into my phone each time I look at it. Yeah. That tells you how old your phone is because now all you have to do is look at the screen and it yeah. unlocks. Yeah, and I could do that. I just don't even Even that's to. too inconvenient for me. I took that off too. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't like anything. Touch it. Look at it. So now I, I just don't like it. If you want to hack me, get close enough to me to find where I set my phone. Realistically, at the Jiu-Jitsu Academy from Dalton Smith. You're just begging for it now. Okay. And then you can post under my account whatever you want. You can choose to be subtle and creative with it, or you can just be overt and clearly make a post that's not me. Now, one time I hacked my brother's, I got a hold of my brother's phone. It was years ago now, back before he was married. But you can make a post like this. I I, I forget the exact verbiage, but it was something along the lines of, Sometimes women are so frustrating. Ugh. <laughs> so you try to be subtle with it, like you're giving up on women, okay? And you try to make these subtle suggestions, right? Subtlety is the key there. People are like, what does he mean by this? So it seems almost realistic. Does that make sense, Brandon? Yeah, if you come out and type, I love men, white men, black men, Asian men, I love men, people are going to be like, oh, that's fake. Uh, it sounds like something you'd say, though. <laughs> I mean, sure. You just said it. Yeah, I just said it. You have to make a sound bite out of that. Yeah, I guess. So. We'll have to cut it down. Shout out to Dalton Smith, who's done that to me like three times now. But we appreciate everyone tuning into the weekend sports buzz this morning on the air every Sunday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Talking all things in the world of sports. It's a Sunday morning talk show, but we bring the heat. 
try to try to horse around, keep it substantive. I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is probably the best basketball player ever. Tyler Bloyd voted for the O2 Lakers. Uh, Ryan Lindauer mentioned the Lakers as a team. Uh, Marcus voted for the 86 Celtics. Your vote, Chris, for the best basketball team ever was what team? I'm going to go with the O2 Lakers, actually. Okay. Now, what about the Dream Team in 92? Well, that was an Olympic team. Okay. Right? I mean, obviously, you can't form Nobody's beaten that team. Never. Barkley led the team in rebounds. That's right. I was born in 83, so I was 8 or 9 when that happened. But from 8 or 9 years old through when I moved out of my childhood bedroom, I always had that poster hanging on my wall. Without looking at my phone, do you guys want me to name who is on that team? I'll let, uh, you looked no. at it every day, so you've got yeah. this memorized. You don't want me to? No. Chris, Chris Mullen. Kristen Leitner. Gosh, I don't need to hear that again. Kristen Leitner <laughs> was on that team. Let's get the white guys out of the way first. Chris Mullen, Kristen Leitner, John Stockton. Man. I think those the are the The diversity white guys. of the NBA then, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Then we had David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Carl Malone, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird. Magic Johnson, no Isaiah Thomas. He was on the Dream Team 2.0. No Asians. I think Joe Dumars was on that team. That's crazy. I don't know. Let me back up, man. <laughs> I don't, Your I don't, memory, man. No, Come I don't on. think Joe Dumars was on that team, was he? <laughs> um, You're the one with the poster. Yeah. I know Chris Mullins was on the team. Kristen Leitner, Jordan, Pippen. Not Elijah one, but Ewing... And David Robinson were on the team. That's the USA Dream Team you're talking about? The Dream Team. Yeah. Could you bring it up for us, Brandon? Uh, yeah. 92 USA Dream Team. Okay. Which players am I leaving off? Let's see. That I can't believe I'm struggling with this too much because it's blurred the line um, between the first Dream Team and the second. Was Joe Dumars on the team is my question. I think maybe he was. Let's Kristen Leitner, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Larry Bird, Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan. I I left Clyde Drexler off. Clyde Drexler. I said Stockton, Malone, Stockton, Chris Mullen, Mullen, Barkley. The only person yep. I left off was Clyde. The Ma- Clyde Magic Johnson Drexler. I mentioned Magic Johnson. Okay. Yep. So I apologize to Clyde Drexler. Joe Dumars was not on the team. He's going to be really upset when he hears this. <laughs> Joe Dumars. Who there are quotes out there from Michael Jordan saying Joe Dumars was the most difficult guy he ever had to play against. But that 92 Dream Team snubbed Isaiah Thomas and maybe Joe Dumars. Okay? And to think There's that all Christian of, Leitner made that team he over was, those guys. He was so high at that time. He was on such a high. One of the, at the time, he was viewed as one of the best college basketball players ever. But he never did anything in the NBA. Never did much in the pros. How many years do you think Christian Leitner played in the NBA? I'm going to say six. He rolled the bench. I'm going to say it's more than that. I'll say he played nine. He played from 92 through 2005. Wow. Yeah. He was an all-star in 97. An all-star? Yep. Come on, man. Two-time NCAA champion. He was a good player. And I wouldn't say he, he, he doesn't rank among the biggest busts ever in basketball. No. He was the third overall pick in the 92 draft. 
I think he said that uh, not too many people in that dream team really liked him. They, they treated him like trash. Well, he was clearly the most underqualified to be on the team. Right. I mean, that would be like, I guess, putting Zion Williamson on the uh, team this, you know, the Olympic team this early. But that would make more sense than Leitner, in my opinion, because Leitner hit that shot against Kentucky, right? Now let's look at the second one, because I believe on the second Dream Team, whatever it was called, the 96 Dream Team, Olympic basketball team, I think uh, Joe Dumars was on that one. And obviously that's not as memorable, right? Lenny Wilkins coached that one. They had Barkley, Penny Hardaway, Grant Hill, Carl Malone, Reggie Miller, Hakeem, The Dream, Elijah Shaq, Gary Payton, Scotty Pippen, Mitch Richmond. Still some pretty big names. David Robinson, John Stockton. No Joe Dumars. I was wrong. I stand corrected. Lenny Wilkins, assistant coaches were Jerry Sloan. Now, who was the coach of that first team? Do you remember? I know, and I'm not looking at it, but it was Chuck Daly. It was the coach of the the bad boys. All his players were snubbed. But Daly was the coach, in fact. Now, I don't remember who the assistants were on that team. I could probably bring it up here. You can Google it. I can Google it. I, I For some reason, that's one of the more memorable teams ever to me. So, 92 Olympic Dream Team, I'd say is the best ever. Yeah. So. But as far as actual teams, 86 Celtics, 96 Bulls, 2002, 2003 Lakers are the teams that have gotten votes. Chris? Mm. Oh, nothing. Go ahead. I don't want to change the subject just yet. I'm going to let you guys. Okay. Basketball is something we can always run with. Right, everybody listening has an opinion on what we're talking about right now. But, but we we know what the the big topic is, and I'm trying not to go back to coronavirus. It. You know, they've shut Yao, the- Yao Ming being responsible for the coronavirus is that we is that is that the elephant in the room, Brandon? I hate to keep going back to that. What I'm going to say is I'm pushing for this to be essential that business. I want this show to be viewed as essential business so we can come next week if they end up shutting down non-essential business. This this is considered communications, right? Yeah. We got to put out like a PSA or something so that we can say that we're really doing something for the public. We are. I agree. What would Marcus do without us this morning? (laughs) I got a pretty good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do you think Marcus will be cheering? Well, I guess he won't be cheering for anyone now. But had had today's incidents not unfolded, would he be cheering for the Bucket Tampa Bay this year or still the, the Patriots? He's a Boston no. fan. He likes the Red Sox. He likes the Celtics. He likes the Patriots. Used to like. I don't know what, I was gonna ask what's your, up with him. What's up? Your opinion on uh, what you think about uh, these prisons releasing their prisoners. Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't even know. And did you see the uh, Louisville police chief announced that they wouldn't be pursuing burglaries and, and all this yeah. other stuff? Now is the time Drunk, to commit a yeah. crime. Drunk and disorderly. They're not going to pull up for hit and runs. So yeah. Why would you announce that to the criminals that already don't 
follow the law. It is a, a dang, for the to the tune of that type of stuff. It is somewhat of a dangerous time to be out and about at all. Yeah, we're right? going to be doing hood rat stuff right after this show. So Honestly, if you guys are interested in joining us, <laughs> right? For people out there who do not carry guns, this is a time to be like, what, what kind of idiot am I? Yeah, stay strapped or get clapped. <laughs> Right. I yeah. need to keep Brandon Bishop close by, right? That's right. Or my buddy Paul Maskey or someone I know is always always strapped. Just saying. Got to keep that thing on you. Uh, just wear a bull- bulletproof vest. You'll be all right. <laughs> headshots. <laughs> I've been practicing headshots. <laughs> oh, you're ready for the zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So, so uh, have you gained any weight since you started eating all your uh, Armageddon snacks? Oh, I actually had lost some weight. For uh, like I did, uh, I got fitted for some armor that's going to be coming from the Ukraine, and I took my measurements and I was down two pounds, but uh, I've come back up. So okay, yeah. Well, hopefully your package makes it from the Ukraine. <laughs> oh, <I hope> so <laughs> <laughs> right? Because uh, apparently everything else is shutting down. I drove by the airport and I'm like, "Where's all the planes at? Everything's like boxed up and yeah, air traffic has been low." I usually, sometimes I'll get woken up in the middle of the night from planes flying overhead, leaving the airport, UPS. Mm. Haven't had that happen here lately. No, it's just a different world we live in. Less chemtrails. There's dolphins in the Venetian uh, the they, they don't uh, have to. They don't have to sanitize with those trucks like they did in China that shoot out all the whatever they're sanitizing. <laughs> they could just chemtrail everybody and sanitize, yeah. right? Crop dusters. You've seen that. They're saying the dolphins are returning to yeah. some of the... The Venetian waterways? Yes. What does that mean? Uh, the pollution has ceased to a degree, right? Thanos. Oh, you know... Because <laughs> we're not traveling as much. Thanos People... is pleased. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I guess our carbon emissions are down too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They want to get that yeah. to zero, right? They can right, see, Brandon? Yeah, that's right. They can see blue skies in China again. So Man... Yeah. I can hear the kumbayas from every direction. <laughs> you guys think at some point if we, we minimize our activity enough, we will get back to where we have dolphins swimming in the Ohio River? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, you guys think? I'm hoping we get bull sharks. You think so? Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Ohio River is not saltwater, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's it could, got a bunch of human waste in it. It could be brackish. Well, we don't know. If we, if we really clean our acts up. Yeah, I think we know, can get dolphins and maybe even whales. Yeah, there's there are freshwater <laughs> dolphins out there. So. Are there freshwater dolphins? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If not, there should be. <laughs> we should make a petition to, to, to make freshwater dolphins. Maybe Bill we Gates can, that can make that for us. Yeah, genetic engineering. Yep. So our, con- our sports-related conversations today, we hope Khabib and Tony Ferguson happens. I yep. hope so, man. If it gets canceled this time, I'm going to end up like Marcus. Let's hope not. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. If Khabib Ferguson doesn't happen, I'm done. Count me out. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it for me. I never thought it would end this way, but that's, yeah. That's Hard Rock MMA, at. which everyone knows I'm fortunate to do the commentary for. I love it. Longest running MMA promotion in the history of the state of Kentucky. One of the longest running in the in the country. They are have rescheduled the April 18th event, which was going to be in Lexington. Is it going to be closer now? What's that? The the event, or is it still happening in Lexington? Still going to be in Lexington. Ah. 
What? That's okay. that's a far drive. But that's okay. I'll but do not it. for like Jamel Muhammad who lives in Lexington or Harry Huntsucker who yeah, lives in Richmond. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about so the main me. event I'm, fighters. Yeah, yeah. All that's right, that's the point of having events across the state. I guess. So instead of April 18th in Lexington, that event will now be Saturday, May 23rd in Lexington. Okay. So Brandon Hardrock Higdon and Vanessa Higdon they do a great job. They have rescheduled it. Yeah. May 23rd. Then June 27th, we have the Bowling Green Show, which was already on the books, but just to look forward. And then in July, I think it's Saturday, July 18th, barring this thing actually going going away. Yeah, Saturday, July 18th, we will have the B2 Digital Fighting Series called the B2 Fighting Series event here in Louisville, Kentucky at 4th Street. Do you guys know about that? I was unaware, but now uh, unaware? I'm super stoked. It's not hard rock. It's going to have seven pro fights, five amateur fights. When is this? Saturday, July 18th. All right. I guess if Khabib Ferguson doesn't happen, I'll have something else to look forward to. Let's hopefully, uh, hopefully by then we'll have all of our human rights back. Oh, you know, hopefully. In all seriousness, we want, we want that. I am an independent broker for health insurance solutions in Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio, and also the state of Florida. If you want to support the weekend sports buzz and what we stand for, please give me a health insurance referral, 502-386-0978. Also, if you want to better your life through martial arts for yourself, for your kid or your grandkid, check out Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 400. Two two eight. Shout out to LiveSportsCaster.com, which is the website where the raw version of the Weekend Sports Buzz and the Kelly Patrick Show are uploaded to, which links it to iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. So once again, shout out to Matt McCarthy, of course, Dugan Ryan, Doug Wolverton, Trevor Kelsey, everybody here at the station. We appreciate everyone tuning in this morning. Our hearts... Our thoughts and prayers go out to Marcus. We hope he's okay, right? I hope so. I, it, yeah, I hope so. I hope Yao Ming isn't too offended by our comments this morning. <laughs> yeah. You guys think he's all right? Yeah, I think he'll be fine. I don't know, man. We You're might not allowed to him. speak about where things start, right? Just like we're not allowed to ever mention that Jamel Muhammad is Arabic. <sighs> <laughs> the fact that I mentioned these Arabic... Can't believe you just said that. ...is automatically... A, that a, word is... Controversial, yes. You're so racist. In all seriousness, (laughs) Jamel Muhammad, uh, co-main event on this card, which is now Saturday, May 23rd in Lexington, Kentucky. If you want to watch a local MMA event in Louisville, your eyes should be focused on, your thoughts, your vision should be focused on Saturday, July 18th at 4th Street Live. Going to be a huge event. It's not Hard Rock MMA. But Hacker and I will be commentating it. Seven pro fights on the card. Five amateur. That's going to be an amazing show. Fights. We don't know who it is yet. <laughs> I might be on that. Seriously? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. We'll see. We'll I see. was going to say, it's got to be some Louisville Combat Academy fighters. For sure. 100%. You should be on it. I should be. Brandon, when are you fighting next? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I'm going to leave that teaser out there. What a tease. Yeah, I like it. What a tease. <laughs> We appreciate everyone tuning in to the Weekend Sports Buzz. For Chris Embry, Brandon Bishop, and myself, we will be back next Sunday. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you.